A lot of people be having them babies. <laughs> be having them babies. A lot, a lot of people are having babies. Yeah. And the point of our conversation today is, uh, how do I say this without offending anybody? Are we gonna offend people? Oh, it's hundred percent gonna offend people. That's okay. Pe- people got soft, and I, I. So here's my optimism: is when I was, I remember this distinctly. I'm a little bit older than you. When I was 12 years old. The kids a little bit, you know, I was born in 85. The kids, the year behind us started getting participation awards. Like the... Like like if they, you know, if you, you play the, the game or whatever and you get a participation award mm-hmm. after. We never got participation awards in my like little genre. So we're here to talk about parenting today. And between uh, Jeremy and I, we have six boys. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Eight, five, uh, three on my end. And then... And I'm six, four in, in 19 months. Four, four will tell you he's four and a half. So I just want to make that clear. Oh, yeah. Six, four and a half. Um, but anyway, I just want to talk today about – we have like we were talking the other day about how we went on a trip to Florida a couple mm-hmm. years ago and how you can parent my kids and I can parent your kids and it like doesn't skip a beat. Correct. Uh, and that's not – I don't see like, – that doesn't happen everywhere. No. And well, and, and even work with, with Clayton and Nikki who we went with. Yeah, yeah Like yeah, it yeah. was a group of nine – there's nine boys. No, not yet. Now there's there was a boy in Britney's belly. There's a boy in Britney's belly at yeah. that time, and we were able to all go and like cohesively. I mean, it was cool utter parent. chaos, which is great. Yeah. Um. But also, like like what you're uh, we were talking just a second ago. Like, there's a lot of people having babies, and there's a couple of books that I always recommend to people. Like, mm-hmm. hey, there's a couple of things when you're having a baby, like uh, baby wise. Yeah. I, I recommended to you in the very beginning. Everybody I it recommend worked. to, they're like, "Hey, it freaking works." Yeah, um, but and we didn't goes, follow it. We didn't follow it to a T. No, but it's it's just. I, I think I kind of approach parenting from two sides. One is like regimented discipline and expectations. Mm-hmm. Like the kids know what to expect. Like you don't deviate. Yeah, and then unconditional love yeah. on the on the other side. So like I can very rarely like raise my voice or be very stern with my kids. They know that I love them. They're not. It's not like they're not questioning what what they're getting from me, but they know they got to do whatever I'm saying they got to do. Yeah. And on the other side, it's just like love, 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 love. Yeah. Um. But but baby wise is like a really good starting point for that because you're like you're training this kid. Yeah. To you know, well, you're training their metabolism. That's right. basically what it comes down to is training their metabolism. But, um, yeah, I'd say like. And we're just kind of, I mean, shooting the breeze, talking about the conversation of kids and like kind of our experiences, I'd say, is like, all right, here, no one, and this is what I wish someone would have told me long ago, like as a kid, that I have already told my kids as I'm raising them, because I think it's necessary, that parents don't know everything. They, oh, I love I love telling that. Yeah. Like, and I like showing them when I'm struggling. Yeah. Like, because I, I don't know how to do this, guys. Yeah. I remember growing up and thinking... Man, just they just have it all figured out. Like they just know what's going on, and and behind the scenes, it's utter chaos that yeah. they don't that we don't see because we're just looking up to these parents as this is the end all be all. They know what they're doing, even though they don't really freaking know what they're doing. And now, as I've become a parent, it's like I'm making it up as I go. Right. Like there's some guided efforts and stuff like that, but like so I've told the boys, I've told all three of them, be like, hey, everyone. Everyone is going to make mistakes, including myself. I'm going to make mistakes raising you. I'm going to make mistakes. Um, uh, I don't use marriage, but I, with with your mom, yeah. there's going to be mistakes made, and I am learning from them. Like, and we have to learn together. And I'd say the biggest word I've like that we've talked about is patience. Like, 
hey, when something gets really is struggling, you, it requires patience. We all want it to be done immediately. No. Um, but how can we have patience about it? So I like that's one of my biggest things that I wish I would have known. And as soon as I figured out that as an adult, it relieved my mind as a parent thinking, wait a second, if I just go and tell them, I don't have it all figured out. Right. Like then it, it doesn't give me an excuse to not have things figured out. It gives them a way to, to, to help, to help, but also for them to understand, Hey, dad can't figure this out. He's learning something new. Maybe I can learn something new because mm-hmm. our whole life is a series of learning new things. Yeah. And you have to know that not everybody knows it. No. And so I think it comes from, and it, and it stems from, it stems from moms and dads. Like if we're the, we're the, we're the life teachers, you know, hopefully. Uh, and if we tell them, Hey, we're learning too, then they'll feel like it's okay for them to learn versus yeah. like, you just have to know everything. No, oh, when I get older, then, I'll know when I get all, older. No, we're, we're all in this journey together. And, and, and the other part that Brit's been, she's been funny about this. She always says she wishes that somebody would have told her that life was hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I'm trying to get that into my boys' heads right now. Mm-hmm. Even, like not Hank, obviously he's 19 months, but like Duke and four, like, dude, life's hard guys. Yeah. It's not always fair. You're going to fall down. You're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I'm going to get back up. Yeah, exactly. Correct. And, and, for for us to try to sugarcoat everything, you know, I don't want them to like see complete utter despair and atrocities at this young age. Yeah. But for them to know that things things are going to be hard for now and forever gives them a little bit of uh, hopefully an understanding. We'll have this. We'll have, we'll re-record this ten years from now once we have well, full on teenagers. But yeah. Well, and inevitably, the thing that another thing that I've actually just started talking with people about too is inevitably 100% guaranteed chance. Like that's not even like not even guaranteed or your money back. Cause you ain't getting your money back Cause guaranteed something in your life from now until the end is going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go in your favor. Something bad is going to happen. 100% guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason I'm thinking about that was thinking about this is uh, I was at a church service and the pastor was saying, Oh, someone had come up to me for advice. And I said, Oh, I've been there. You're going to want to not do that. Right. And I always think about everyone gives that, that piece of advice. Oh, well, I've done this. I've been a part of this scenario. You probably don't want to go down that route. Oh, probably don't want to go down that route. Oh, don't avoid struggle or discomfort by doing this instead. Mm-hmm. Instead of when the discomfort or the struggle happens, how do you handle it? Sure. Because everyone we wants to avoid, avoid it. dumb things when well, we Well, yeah, can. of course. Yeah. Dumb, you don't want to be negligent right, by any right, means. Right. But what I'm saying is, how do you handle your emotions when something, when, not if, when something bad does happen? Now, if it's due to your own negligence, then you have to live with the consequences, obviously, because you can't change certain scenarios a lot of times. If someone dies, they're dead. You can't change that. Um, but like, hey, something didn't go your way. Instead of how to avoid the thing that didn't go your way, how do we learn how to handle it? And what's the emotional stability there? Because no one ever, I don't feel like anybody ever taught me that. It was more like, hey, don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. I've been there in my life. Don't want to do that. Right. Okay. Well, something bad happened that's similar to this, but I don't know how to handle it. What do I do with it? Well, now i got to figure it out on my own. Now i got to understand how my own emotional intelligence handles. Mm-hmm. So if we can teach the, you know, I think about, okay, if I can teach my boys, all right, this happened. All right, now what was the thought process going into it? What's your thought process going on right now? And how do you change your thought process from where you are right now 
to moving on beyond it because life is going to continue and that bad thing doesn't have to carry with us. It will if you allow it to, but if it doesn't, then what are you going to do? This this reminds me of last night. Uh, Ford is our four and a half year old and Hank was in the wagon and he wanted to take Hank for a wagon ride. And then Duke comes out and wants to get in the wagon and Ford's cocky enough that he's like, yeah, I can haul you guys around. Our driveway has a pretty steep pitch to it. Dad's watching him, of course. And they take a step out, and I say, hey, Ford, you should probably go pretty slow down the driveway. And he thinks that's a bad idea because he likes to go fast, so he starts going fast. Wagon gets out of control, going straight at the road. I'm thinking, okay, okay, it's going to end up in the road. I don't see a car coming. You know, It all happens in a split second. Fortunately, they make a turn towards the tree, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, Hank's, Hank's – I mean, they're going to hit this tree and tip over, and you know, all oh, hell's going to break loose miraculously they hit the roots of the tree and come to a stop. <laughs> like nobody flies into the road. Nobody no one hits falls the tree, off. Nobody, nope. it doesn't tip over nothing. So you're the whole notion of patience. I take a deep, big, deep breath and be, you know, I didn't want to like drop the hammer on them at all, but like bring to their consciousness what just happened. Yeah. What could have just happened. And, and again, like you're saying, like, what can you take with you forward from this mm-hmm. uh, as, as a learned lesson? But, you know, fortunately, there was no real trauma. Um, now, I, I, I go back and forth a lot about, um, like, how much bad things I want to happen to them. Does that sound, sound – sounds negative to say that. Like, I want bad things to happen to them. Yeah, it's in the counter, best way possible. It's counter of what our initial thoughts are because our initial thoughts are like, I want, like, I don't want you to feel that bad. I don't want you like, to feel that, I, but it's necessary. I saw it happening, and I was like, I hope this is bad enough. Okay, you know, you know what I mean. It's like, yeah. And the, the first thing I did, I looked up, like, scanned the horizon. There was no cars coming, so I'm like, all right, we're not going to have a, a a catastrophe here. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If somebody can get bloody, probably. You know, they're going five miles an hour down this hill and somebody's going to tip over. And I'm kind of like my initial reaction was like, all right, here we go. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like yeah. you're going to, you're going to play a fire. You're going to get burned. So, um, but it's, it's delicate. It's a delicate balance because you want them to experience a little bit of those opportunities where things are really bad and then they can, they can learn yeah. how to overcome them. What's it, What's the one guy who's uh, uh, Peterson uh, talks about, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. He talks about doing dangerous things safely. Yeah, that's I'm all about that. Yeah, doing could da- not be more all about that. Doing dangerous things safely. That's like the other. I come home the other day, and Walter, and Wade, and Weston are all way up in a tree. I mean, way up. And Wade's three. You know, like, and he's just he's just climbing. I'm like, man, I hope you guys can get down. My initial thought in there was like, my my brain always goes towards. How much is this going to cost? Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, if we got ah, break in, a broken leg and then we This is going to suck. Yeah, they're like, how much is it going to cost? And how much pain are they going to be in? Like, yeah. you don't want that, obviously, no. and it's going to be inconvenient. But I was like, okay, if you guys can get up there, you guys can get down. And it was that, okay, practice safe things, dang- or dangerous things safely. safely. I am such a huge proponent of that. Yeah. Like, but our, you don't see that anywhere. I, I, Our kids use knives. Yeah. Like, see, I'm not as... Real knives. Yeah, and that's where... The, like there's some things I've talked about with Debbie. in context people on a cutting board with with no, some supervision. But like, I, I'll let them cut an apple. Well, and, and here's what it comes down to: or whatever a kid, a kid is whatever they're um, used to doing, they will be able to do. Right. So if I was to 
hand my kid a power tool in the way that your kids handle them. Your kids are younger than mine, but mine aren't going to handle them the same way because if I'm they're not, just being handed it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done the teaching part of it. Correct. Your kids could, they have an ax. They well, could they use, do, they use a sawzall. They use a sawzall. We right? send them into the woods to go cut cedar branches. Exactly. If I did that, that's not, that, that would be like, Oh, that was really dumb. You're going from zero to 60. Exactly. But your kids have handled power. To, they've been around them for a long period of time. You know, they're out at the farm all the time doing those things. It's what they're aware of all the time that yeah. makes them it's able to do It's their dangerous it. thing safely. Correct. And that could be jumping on a trampoline. And it could that also could be, be riding bikes in exactly. the front yard. And that could be that could be the, the tipping point of negligence versus safety. Correct. Like, if I go and give Weston a sawzall, something's going to be bad. Yeah. An right? hour of you with him, with it, several times. That's a different it story. Be, it, becomes, it becomes normal. Yeah, and that's where it's coming down to, okay, now what can you practice safely? Right. right. My boys are do, all doing flips on the trampoline right now. That's legit. Right. Including Wade, the three-year-old. Right. Um, they spend hours a day on the trampoline. Right. We did not teach them the flip. It was just, it just happened. Cool. Right. Um, but if I went out there, we just started jumping on the trampoline. I said, hey, why don't you guys try this flip? Probably someone's going to get hurt yeah, pretty right. bad. Right? right. So it's like that 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 fine balance of, in my opinion, what you've been doing versus what you want them to do. And you have to stair step them up that way. So what's, what's your parenting method then? Do you guys have like a prescribed? Have you, there's a show out there right now. That's like, have you seen it? Debbie had had me watch like I watched half an episode of it, but it's basically all these different parenting styles. And they say, see which kid is the best. Like that's the winning parenting style. Right. And there's some, I mean, it's craziness out there, which is okay. Everybody has their own parenting style. Um, better question. Well, how are your kids going to complain about you 20 years from now? Well, that's, Stuff I think about that. Wrong. Yeah. Oh, they probably will. Guaranteed. What's I be? think, um, unlike you, I have the, t- and this comes probably from my dad. I, I, my voice raises pretty high. Like I, I get my voice and then I calm down. I talk to him and I say, here's, this is what happened. I'm working on this myself. I don't want it to be a reflection on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do try and explain myself, but there's been a couple of instances where I have, I, my blow, temper goes from zero top. to a hundred. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, why did you, what were you, what was the thought process going on there? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes speaking nicely doesn't get into their brain. Like it's like, there's, no, a, you're, yeah. there's a wall in the nice speak. I've said please five times and now I'm not being nice anymore. Yeah. Um, but then I try to explain why. So they'll complain so probably about that. you yelling at them? Probably. But I don't know. Mm. I, have, I have no idea. It's funny. Britt Brit and I, we've been talking about that recently, how like, you know, we've gone through a decent amount of our own therapy and like going, talking from our upbringing and whatnot. And, you know, there's always things like your parents could have done better, you know, along, along the way. And so now we're like, our kids are little and we think they're perfect and like, Everything is great, and it's like at some point they're going to turn into teenagers, and we're going to be the worst people on earth. Yeah, um, it's 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 interesting to kind of look forward, and I don't want it to happen anytime soon, but to look forward and what what that's going to be. I I don't know, like you know, right now the the raising the voice thing is is not a huge issue, but I understand what you mean by like being stern. I try not to use it very often, like very very rarely. So that if I do, it's like the hammer is dropped. Yeah. Um, I get a lot done with a look. I get a lot done with a look of just, just disappointment. Yeah. You know, I, last night I told them to, told them to put their jammies on and I went upstairs 
And I walked in the room and they're just jacking around. And I just kind of looked sad and I walked out. You know, like that, that you know, because I typically go, God, yeah, get your jammies on. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Um, so sometimes a, a look goes goes a long way. Uh, I use the the Socratic method all the time, which is asking questions. And I find that that gets me gets so much more done mm-hmm. than telling them what to do. Hey, guys, what time is it? Uh, it's jammy time. Or, you know, or they, they know it's bedtime. All right, what, what, what do we do right now? Well, we should go put our jammies on. Oh, good idea. You know, like, hey, uh, we're, we're going to go for a bike ride. What should we bring with us? We need to bring water. We need to bring, you need to have your helmet on. Dad, you don't have your helmet on. Thank you, buddy. Like, you know, there's shoes in the middle of the floor. Hey, Duke, we're, uh, I'm going to take my shoes off. Where should I put, this is last night. Where should I put my shoes? He's like, in the cubby. And I'm standing right on top of his shoes. And I go, okay, thanks, bud. I go put my shoes away. He follows me, grabs his shoes, puts, puts them away. So, I don't know. It, um, the disciplinarian in me is trying to back off. Yeah. Because I, I want to just tell him what to do and make, make him do it. But I think that's, that's also short-sighted too. Yeah. You might get him to do what you want to do right now, but are, they gonna, are you instilling any habits? Or are you instilling ownership in them so that down the road, like I said, we haven't had it all figured out yet, but are they going to be able to have those habits to do these things on their own as they get older? Yeah. I guess I'm trying, I will try and definitely implement that a little bit too. Um, I think when I do a, uh, tell you what to do, I'm going to tell you why. I think when you said the, what are yeah. some of the reasons why teenagers hate their parents? Because I'm your dad. Because yeah. And so I, you know, and the, the cliche I, is you always hear this on like, uh, you see on social media, Oh, becoming like your mom when you never thought you'd come like your mom or dad. Yeah. Well, you chose to do that. I completely agree. You made that choice. Right. So we can take in the, we can take it and say, what did we not like as teen? Now there's some, there's some things that they're still not going to like, you know, as us curfew, being parents, curfew parent, <laughs> but it's for a reason. Yeah. But if you explain the reason why, maybe that's heavy on the why, heavy on the why, um, kids are very receptive to why also they want to know it. They want to like, we give them, give them what's going on. Yeah. Like what, what the deal is. And, and even if it's a, like a deep, we're literally talking about my buddy, Mike, who passed away the other day at this, at this bike park. Mm-hmm. And they like came up out of nowhere and like, like, uh, like we wish Mike was here. And and it's like that, like hit me. And I was like, Whoa, buddy. Like that makes me sad right now. But yeah, I was like, you know, that makes daddy really sad, but it's also makes me really happy. Yeah. And here's why. And like, and we had this really nice dialogue. Are they going to remember 50% of that? Probably not. But like 10%, you know, and, and then maybe we'll have that conversation again and it'll, and it'll continue to add layers. So I just feel like, like going deep with them, they're not going to get it all. No. Nor as an adult. No. No one ever gets it no all. No one gets it all. So I, I feel like just adding those layers of, of, of connection with them, whatever the concept is, like go deep. They, if, especially if they ask you why something is like yeah. go go down that rabbit hole with them because that probably so wasn't i mean that wasn't done with us as kids no 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 because I, I think what the the common my my i'll admit my normal reaction is i would just ride off yeah i don't want to talk about that i don't want to i don't want we don't want to deal with our own emotions i don't want to have tears right now <laughs> it's sunny out and it's beautiful and i'm riding my bike and you know yeah. it's like but to be able to to stop and and um and, and feel that a little bit and go through that with them 
that, you know, and this is maybe like my dad was too emotional growing up or whatever they, they might be complaining about, but that gives them the freedom to feel things. Yeah. And to communicate those feelings with you. Correct. Like it gives them the permission to, you've given them the the permission to speak that for them to ask you a hard question, you answered right. it. And now that's like, uncon- like, uh, um, I don't feel good about this dad or something. Yeah, this is hey. happening to me. And-, and that's okay. We know that nothing's going to, nothing's yeah. going to happen. From but, it. but this is also coming from the same guy who doesn't give participation trophies out. Correct. You know what I mean? So it's like, it is, it is love so, so hard and so deep. But then also like have a standard, a uh, standard of expectations. Correct. And, and I feel like there's like, we just in general as society, society went like so soft and so weak and, and there's an opportunity for us to be emotional, which I don't view as being weak, yeah. which some perhaps do. Um, but, but it's also like, there's a standard here too. And no, you can't get everything you want. Correct. Well, cause look at, look at the, the phrase practice dangerous things safely. Mm-hmm. Right now, if, at a young age, we practice losing a sport, which I'm going to correlate dangerous in the future, losing at a sport or losing at this or not making the team, getting cut from the team, getting a bad grade. That is something dangerous that's being performed safely because what inevitably happens? Nothing. They don't lose their – how. okay, now take that step forward. Now you go into, into, into life. You don't get the job that you needed to get. You get fired. You get kicked off the team, fired. Well, you don't get the girl. You don't get the girl. That's, that's more pressing when you're 15. Well, when old. you're 15, yeah. But say you don't get the girl. You don't get all this stuff. Okay, now there's a little bit more different re- repercussions here, and you don't know how to handle it, right? So right now we're practicing dangerous things, which is just losing – Falling and down and learning okay. how to lose and fall down and learning how to be disappointed in a safe scenario because nothing happens, but you go home to mom and dad and you get food fed. Right. Okay. And if we practice that now, now the, those things that we're practicing here are going to translate into the future when they actually do matter. Like, okay. You can't start then. So you get, you don't get the job or, Hey, you're a little uncomfortable at work. I'm just going to quit. Well, then you don't have a freaking job and well, you're not going to be able to pay for anything. I think the, the not getting the job thing, that just reminded me of the Carol Dweck uh, growth mindset. Yeah. Is if, if we're training kids early on to get the grade, to win the game, to get to, we're training kids to achieve an outcome. We're now when they fail and they're 22 and they're trying to get a real job or whatever and they don't get it they have been trained to be loved based on their outcome. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I didn't get the job. I'm embarrassed to call my dad. I want my kid to not get the job and be, pick me up, pick up, pick up the phone right away. Hey dad, didn't get the job. All right, buddy. You know, like what could you, yeah. What could you have done better on the interview? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, you should have, you know, could you have prepared more? Dad, I prepared. I did everything I could have done. Okay. I'm proud of you. Like you put in the work probably wasn't the right fit for you. Where, where that can be, that can be, we can start to work on that right now. Right now. Where it's not what grade did you get? It's how much time did you put in? How much effort did you put into studying for your test? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you, did you maximize your, uh, so you don't win the game. I don't care. How much effort did you put in to win the game? Did you do what you could do to help your teammates who may not have prepared for the game? You know, did, did you cover all your bases there? That's what matters. And that's what's going to create winners in the long run. Maybe lost today. We actually use um, uh, good guys and bad guys to explain that. <laughs> okay. And like like superhero stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, you know, I don't even know what they're, maybe a Spider-Man or whatever. Like, 
you know, the bad guy won this scene or this battle. And, and I'll talk to boys. I'm like, do bad guys win in the long run? No. But do good guys lose in the short run? Yes. Sometimes they do. Right. So you take these losses in the short run, but you know, does Spider-Man give up? You know, does Batman give up or whatever? And of course we're talking about boys here. So yeah. My uh, grandpa always used to tell me that I still I still use this phrase all the time. Sometimes it's a joke, but some most of the time it's real. You win some, you lose a lot. Yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, that's life. And in in a nutshell, you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose a lot. Yeah. Uh and it's now how do you handle losses so you can get better wins? Right. Right. Or, you know, what do you, how do you react to those losses so that you get, you know, Move on to the next one. Yeah, the, the, the process piece of it's huge because we are we are ingrained to get the grade. We are ingrained to win the game. When there, we're ingrained no, to hide our emotions when we don't like what we mm-hmm. when it's uncomfortable uncomfortable for us. Right. So it's we almost in a way just need to cel- celebrate the process more. And that's you know like not I know you don't like call your kids smart like when they do mm-hmm. when they do something well. Oh, you're so smart, Weston. And and in doing that, it it basically you create a cause and effect like, Oh, I got an A, so I'm smart. And I didn't even study for that. Oh, sweet. I don't have to study. study. Yeah. It's correlation. Right. It's a correlation. So versus you, you celebrating good work. Yeah. Hey man, I saw like, we're just biking the other day. You pumped it so hard up that hill. Your legs have to be hurting. Great effort, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So like celebrate the effort. And then I think we can all just at the end of the day cross our fingers that really good effort is going to eventually produce a positive result. Well, we've been very similar thing. We've been using uh, other wins as opportunity teaching moments. Yeah. Other, other, uh, other wins as teaching moments for the younger ones. So like Weston, um, got a good, uh, good score in his reading thing at school. I was like, dude, that's, I mean, why do you think you got that? You've been reading. We read every night. Let's we go upstairs. We read every night. You've been reading. That's that's why you got that, right? Um, did you know how to read before? No. Oh, okay. How'd you get good at reading? How'd you get good at reading? Well, we did this, and that translates to everything. So, say someone doesn't know how to swim. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Well, did you know how to read before? Well, right. Oh, yeah. No, layers. I didn't know how to read before. Well, what'd you have to do to learn how to read? Well, you had to do it a lot, and we had to practice it. Okay. So, what do we got to do to learn how to swim? All right, you can't do anything, and you can, as long as they've had one thing, that find you something they've been successful with, they're successful with, and how they were, they knew that they couldn't read in the beginning, they knew that they did this, and then they knew they got here. Huge. And then I use that for Walter. Hey, could Weston read? Yeah. No, <laughs> you know that's what I was just gonna say. Then you add add those layers to the other kids, other kids, yeah. And it, what I I just had the thought of uh, compliments. I try to um, compliment the kids to their brothers. Meaning, if Duke does something really well, I won't even say it to Duke. I'll say, Ford, did you see how well? And I'll make sure Duke hears me. Yeah. I'll say, Ford, did you see how well, how hard Duke was trying on that or how well he did this or whatever, whatever it was? And, and making damn sure that Duke knows I'm not talking to him. Yeah. And it, like, that I don't even know he's there. I'm like, I, he, you know, I'm only talking, or he's even like walking away, but I know he can hear me or whatever. I feel like, or I've seen that like, like puff their chest up, you know, like dad, dad's talking about me to somebody else, giving, sharing that compliment. It almost, it like puts fuel in their tank for them to want to do that more and more. So I, I like, you can use that as like success. Like, Hey, Hey, Walter, did you see how 
uh, Weston, he wasn't able to read before, and now now he put in this time, and now he, now he's able to do this. Or he wasn't able to do a flip, and he practiced it every day for two weeks, and now he's able to do one. Um, it's a way to compliment them for the work that they put in, but it's also um, a way to reinforce, like, hey, you've done hard stuff before. This is in the first. This is in the first go round. And then once you have that first, whatever that one thing is, whether it's learning how to swim or learning how to ride a bike or reading a page in a book, then you can add those those next layers. But that the um, the the compliment I I love, and I'll even do that with Brittany too. Like when the boys can obviously hear, you know, hey, did you see how well they're all playing together? You know, and they and they can all hear it, and they can all obviously be aware. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, I just think it's, it's such a fun game to me. It's the the f- most fun game ever, raising kids. Oh yeah, like I just it's it is like a game, and it's move. There's moving targets. It's emotions. The most immense love you'll ever like have, mm-hmm. and and it's also like you're stressed, you're tired, you're worn out. You're trying to keep a marriage alive while you're doing all this. And the marriage, I don't know about for you guys, but the marriage can sometimes be pushed into the background. It's like you got three people that need you right now. Oh, yeah. And it's like your wife is there and like she's busy and she's doing stuff too. So like you're focused on them when you need to be focused on each other. Um, It's just it's such a fun, challenging and rewarding dynamic too when you put I, – I, to me it's like that's what comes back to – I know we're not here to talk about health today. As far as where we both are in life right now, that's why health is so important to me. Oh, yeah. Because if I come home and I'm out of energy, I've had nights where I come home and I'm like, I don't feel like being, I don't feel like being Wonder Dad right now. Yeah. Like, I kind of suck. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that they're just out in the backyard playing by themselves right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's oh, like, yeah. it's like, oh, man, I don't want to feel that very often. And it, it happens every now and again. Yeah. But like having the robust energy to be able to take them on. But all, is, it, well, yeah, that and it, even the step further of like, it is important for them to, for us to be healthy, not only for our health, but for their health as well. Like as an example or what? No, not just, well, yeah, as an example, but if they get started off, like thinking that exercising is cool, they think, oh, that, oh God, then absolutely. It's just a, I'm not going to make my kids exercise, but they're going to see that's a normal way of life. Something and it's not going to be something that you have to figure out down the road. It's easier right. to stay fit. Than it ever is to get fit. That's what we're all. All I was saying. These are all analogies from riding bikes the other day. Ford's always the last one. Wait up! Wait up! Keep up! Keep up! It's easier to keep up than catch up, Ford. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. And and yeah, same thing at this age. Like Duke's in this water fountain the other day, and there's another kid doing push-ups. I didn't say anything. I was just like, "That's sweet, kid doing push-ups." Next thing you know, Duke's got his shirt off in the little water fountain, cranking up. Much better technique push-ups. I just want to say <laughs> yeah. the other kid has elbows out. And he's going halfway down. Duke had his elbows in nicely, going all the way down. Um, but it's like normal. Yeah, I'm gonna because, bang out some push-ups. Go for a sprint. Yeah, and I don't want my kids to have to take care of me when I'm older. No, like I, I have zero desire for that. Like I want them to be able to go off and do their own thing. And I'm gonna go off and do my own thing, and eventually, you know, they'll be. I don't want to have to come. Well, I just, you know, right. I'm dying. You know, I need help. Like. No, it's going to be, and I want be, them you to be rolling with them still. Yeah. But then I also, yeah, that's going to happen for sure. But then I also don't want to be taking care of my kids because I mean, take care of them, but like because of their unhealthy decisions, because I did something that right. was not, 
we can't control their decisions as we get older. No, that's okay. Uh, but at least we can set some good habits, hopefully. And yeah, so talk about let's talk about food real quick. So last little I'll topic and all that. Um, well, no, it's like the um, when is the time and place for trash food? When is the time and place for ice cream? When's Pizza party movie night. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's what we did on we did that on every Wednesday. Friday. We did, we did it on Wednesday this week. Ooh, right now. Yeah. How, did, how do you guys handle that? We do pizza party movie night. And that's that's your letter rip. That's yeah, that's I mean we just the thing is they don't even have candy or anything. It's just pizza night and they watch a movie. So we we do uh one movie a week. It's gonna be on Friday. Mm-hmm. It, that's the only time the TV's turned on. Mm-hmm. Um it used to be a movie every day. Uh like one movie a day. We don't watch TV shows, it's one movie a day. Well, we cut that down because their attitudes were crap. So it's now they get, f- so we're trying to gravitate towards movies. We've only ever done movies. That's good. That's a good move, in my opinion. Correct. I haven't fully got there yet, but I think shows the attention span is so so short. much shorter. So short. Yeah, and so um, we do that one movie, and there's pizza time, right? Sometimes there's popcorn. Sometimes there's not. Most time it's just pizza, mm-hmm. right? And they go back and forth. They eat the pizza and stuff like that. Um, occasionally there'll be candy, but other than that, there's not. Um, and that's it. I mean, but we do. So then for our weekly dinners, like, so we do pretty much the same thing week in, week out. We do uh, chicken, beef, uh, salmon, tacos, pizza party movie night. Nice. You right? got a rhythm. Now, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it is. Now, we get the we do get breaded nuggets from the bear nuggets from not, not – they're not shaped like bears. They're called bear nuggets. Okay. We get bear nuggets that we'll do occasionally. But you do them in the um, like a convection oven. Yeah, yeah. Probably everybody has one of those. We yeah, just yeah. got one. Yeah. Um, we do those probably this week. We did it twice to get it out of the out of the freezer since sure. we're leaving. Yeah. Other than that, we'll do that probably once a week, maybe. Um, and then I'm not home. We do a protein shake as soon as I get home. All the boys have a protein shake as soon as I get home. It's it's after school snack because Love that's that. when I get home and we have a protein Love shake. That. Uh. Let's see. They usually they're natural uh, intermittent fasters. They don't really have breakfast. They just get up and get going. They just get up and get going. I think going. my boys would too. I and and because they just want to go do stuff. Yeah. And I think we we make them eat. They get up. So we get up. They get up. Nothing's allowed to happen before seven a.m. They have to if seven. Walter can sleep till like nine thirty if you let him. <laughs> but seven is you know when they're allowed to come you know do something and then. Yeah, I don't really know what happens because I'm never home. But yeah, no, that, that time of the day is a mystery. Um, I think for, you know for us, the, we don't have a we don't have the rhythm like you guys do of like, you know, we have some of the similar things throughout the week. Like we have a beef and cabbage night. Sometimes we'll do tacos. You usually do pasta and meat sauce one night, and everything else is just a crapshoot of, of whatever happens. But I think the thing that I'm trying to get in their heads as far as food goes is there's a time and a place. Yeah. You know, there's a time and a place for ice cream. And hey, you know what? What you want candy right now? I get it. I want candy like again, yesterday. I want candy too. Do you guys think we should why do you think we should get candy? Like let's talk this through. Like yeah. as as like consenting adults almost. Like, yeah. well, we've been really active and we've been really good. We've been really well behaved. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty reasonable. Have you guys been sleeping well lately? Yeah, we've been going to bed early. Okay, you brush, you're brushing your teeth pretty well. Yeah, and we're flossing too. I'm like, okay, so we're, we're you know we're covering our bases, and 
you know, and sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it's a absolute hell no. And when it's a hell no, it's like, here's why. Yeah. I'm not just saying no because I'm trying to be mean. I'm just saying no because this is why. You know, you just you had ice cream two hours ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I go, you know what? Because this stuff is so good, you want more of it. Yeah. Like, what happens when you're done with your ice cream cone? I usually want more. Yeah. Okay? And that's normal. So, like, for, for me, I'm just trying to, like, create – a healthy relationship and understanding of like what food is, why, why we treat a certain way, why, why we crave it. And then there's certain, you know, if they're at a birthday party or whatever, go, go ham buddy. Yeah. Heck yeah. Let it rip. And I hope your stomach hurts. One one thing that we're actually really happy about is none of the boys like bubbles. Like, like they don't like bubbly bubble. Oh, fizzy fizzy. They don't like, they do not like fizzy at all. Oh, so no soda. No, no, absolutely. Well, one, that's not going to be a house soda. Have they? Yeah. No, n- never at all. They've never. I, I, ours have had Gatorade. Oh, they've ours had Gatorade for sure, but like and fruit juice, but very rarely. The they do al- almond milk for the younger two, whole milk for the oldest one, and then water. And then they they don't have like yeah, if sure. we have a Zevia, they've never tried it because they don't like the fizziness. Oh, cool. So we don't have to. That's like one thing I'm like, all right, that's that's, that's a good thing. I don't that's a really good thing. Garbage. Our kids like Element. They'll, they'll try to steal my element and they'll do, they'll do protein shakes too. Yeah. But for the ice cream thing, I was thinking the last two times that we've gotten ice cream, we have to walk to the ice cream store. Love that. And it's, it's far enough that it's like, we're going to walk there. That's good. And uh, then we're going to eat it. And then we're going to walk back. We, we're not on the walking train. We're right. The kids are maniacs about riding bikes right now. So we'll, oh, they love bikes. Uh, we have to correlate it with, I agree with you correlating it with activity. Yeah. It's it maybe you were swimming at the pool all day or like you you've been active. This makes sense. It's a yeah. lot of you know a lot of energy in one little and, scoop. And sometimes, I mean, every blue moon, I come home and I'm like, let's just go get some freaking ice cream. That's sweet. Like, and it's kind of like a surprise. They're That's like, su- are you are you serious? Yeah. We're gonna get ice cream, right? Right. That's and, cool. Yeah. And uh, it's not the norm. No, it's not the norm. It's it's, it's something special, like yeah. And they're like, we're going to go get it. They're freaking out because they're like, why are we getting ice cream on a Wednesday? Well, yeah. because I wanted it. Uh, the other thing that I thought of before we get off, because I think we got to yeah, run, run. Um, that was interesting to hear the answer to was that they did this in that, that TV show is they gave the kids an actual yes day. But what we've done is we've asked the boys, if you were to have a yes day, what would you do? Oh, that's cool. And it's very interesting to hear. I'm the actually re- writing that down so we can do that like. On their, for their birthday or something. Yeah. Well, we they know the boys, they're, they're going to earn a, a yes day, and it's going to be something where we, they actually earn a yes day, where they each get one But one you got to kind of know what the, your local but, canon with. But it's interesting to see what's going on in their brains about what they don't get all the time and what they do get yeah. all the time um, for, for a yes day. Like, our kids are like, oh, we're going to watch a movie. And I was like, okay. Cool, man. Sounds cool. We're going to go to the the trampoline park or like all right yeah awesome. like the like so these are like the things like okay but then you also hear things like like from the show and all that or from us um and mom and dad aren't allowed to be on their phones oh cool okay. whoa that's something so we need that's to work like, on all right i need to work on that like if Big they're time. recognizing it right that this is oh uh dad has to be home whatever no work or something out you know i don't know what you're just making it up but like they did say, oh, no phones. I was like, oh, Love all right. That. that means that I'm on it too much. Yeah. So it was a very eye-opening Guilty thing. Guilty here, too. And to see exactly what you'd what they say is, why, why do they want that? That's cool. 
So it's fun little challenge. You're uh, I'll, my last little pit. We um, we were going biking the other day. I put my phone away. I left my phone in the car or whatever for three hours, just biking with them. Yeah, for three hours. It was so cool. Like, and they probably noticed. I, I think they they didn't say anything. Yeah, they didn't mention anything. Um, I haven't asked them the question, but. You know, unfortunately, I'm. I would probably say I'm on it more than you've helped me a lot with that. Like after seven o'clock, I'm not on it anymore. Yeah. Um. But I guarantee they notice. Mm-hmm. But now I try to do it out of sight. Yeah. I keep my phone around the corner in our like mud room. So if I'm at home now, I sneak around the corner, like see what I'm missing or whatever, and then, then go back to parenting. But, um, yeah, something for something for us to work on, and um, it's cool to hear it from them. Yeah. It's um, it can okay. be eye opening to hear it from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is f- fun to chat through. Uh, we don't have it. Just like disclaimer, probably at the beginning of this podcast, we have do not have it all figured out. Nothing. This is just what we're doing. Um, just ideas. And if you have other ideas, please please share them because we are very. Open. I will I will uh, copy and was it case the case method copy and steal everything. Unless your kid wins, unless you say that kids win everything, then I'm not. Yeah, yeah. If, if you think kids win everything and they're always right, sorry, nope. Then, uh, then we're gonna pass our agree to disagree on that one. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, guys, thank you. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next time.